0: we live in a fast-paced and hectic world where it's easy to feel overwhelmed stressed and out of control how do you manage all the competing pressures without losing sense of yourself how do you stay focused enough to not only plot a path but follow it welcome to recovery road a show that offers inspiration insight and intelligence as well as success stories from many walks of life that can show you how you can control your own destiny Our knowledgeable and entertaining hosts and their guests give practical advice that you can use every day on your road to recovery. Now, here are your hosts, Leah Mattinson and Greg Bird. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Master Your Life, the show of insight, intelligence, and inspiration, where I ask you each episode to consider who is it you are right now and who is it you most want to be. What kind of life are you trying to create and are you getting there? Are you making the baby steps to to make the strides that you really want in your life? Are you struggling? Are there some things that need some tweaking? That's what we're here to explore. I'm host Leah Mattinson. Uh, on this episode, I'm joined by Greg Bird. Greg, how are you doing today? Amazing, actually.
1: In the words of my wise son, Gavin Gregory Bird. But uh, yeah, excited to be here. Thank you, Leah. And we have a special guest here today as well.
0: We do. Can you introduce our special guest?
1: would love to so welcoming to your stage leah mr jackie fung made to measure um i met jackie a couple of years back actually sought this guy out after shaking hands trading business cards all that fun stuff and i thought there's another person in this world that shares that same common mission of doing good and doing what's right and good in this world and it's my pleasure today to bring him to your stage when we first brought him on just as a conference call, I think you were blown away, Leah, were you not? Uh, what was your initial thoughts of Jackie?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. It's because of the parallels. It's just funny because we've been talking along, you know, the last four episodes about where are all the men and where, like, mm-hmm. what is it the men and women are doing? And why are people so confused about what they're supposed to be doing? And and Jackie um, speaks directly to that in some of the work that he is um, uh, working working away diligently at, trying to bring in kind of this new paradigm for men. So I'm happy to have Jackie as a guest on the show. Welcome, Jackie. Awesome.
2: awesome. Thank you. Uh, it's, been, <clears throat> it's been my pleasure today, invited by uh, Greg and Yulia to uh, join the stage. This is very new to me, but I'm really uh, thankful that I'm able to share my, my life insights with both of you and hopefully it can inspire people around the world for them to move forward in their life.
0: Yeah, really
2: awesome.
0: <clears throat> yeah, needed more now than ever. So G- Jackie, we always start the show with a meme. So-
1: <laughs> <laughs> What is that? <clears throat> what is that?
0: <laughs> because we have our little flow, Greg's ready with his meme. What's the, what's the meme for what's today, the meme? Greg?
1: We got two memes of the day. So I'm gonna ask you, because <clears throat> you're the boss, is do we wanna do the one that my little birds gave, the funny one about Darth Vader, or do we wanna do the serious like aww one? Oh no! Do do the funny one. Funny one. All right. This is Darth Vader philanthropist. It says, "Strong people don't put others down; they lift them up."
0: (laughs) So he's doing. Hold it right in there, so people can see what he's doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that might be how some of you felt in 2020. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That
1: compression, that choking feeling. uh, (laughs) Yeah, that was the force, (laughs) the dark side of the force. Let's be specific. So that was uh, funny. So that was actually from my friend, Gord McCallum, who I used to go to university with. Uh, We were in the same commerce program and he's got a successful business here in Edmonton. So that was thanks to Gord. So we got another one in my network from Valerie Phillips Boyle. Are you ready for the awe one? Yes. She says, she writes a message, comment. It's all about making a difference and creating positive ripple effects with little hearts and a smiley face. So this one's the size of your audience doesn't matter. Keep up the good work. So So boy playing his flute to a little kitty cat. So there you go. So if we're uh, performing today for one little kitty cat or one soul out there, uh, that's the perspective we're gonna take, right, Leah?
0: Absolutely. Bring in the juice just for the one, the one who's ready to hear our message. So today I am so happy to have you two here because I've been dying to know the answer to this very important question, men, is chivalry dead?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Was that one at me? Is that question? Yeah,
0: sure. You can you can start, Greg. That's a tough it, one.
1: <laughs> she dead, no, Leah, it isn't. It's been diminished. I'll give you that. But uh <laughs> I love that why we titled the show Be a Man, the Charisma Movement. There is a uh, this charisma topic that Jackie and our good friend uh Romy as well. He's gonna be on a future episode, I believe, uh, talking about this because he talks about community. Jackie is more of the creator, how can he really inspire and there's a word that I want to use for Jackie what he's helped me in my life when I felt I was a a broken man we've made many mistakes in our life but I can look back at some of the choices the behaviors um, that I've had throughout my life and I just had to call myself the time to make a difference you know how can I, how can I take where I'm at what can I learn from my past, and how can I be a better man and be a better dad to my kids. Uh, be a better future husband to my future wife. Um, how can I then reverberate that into the future in my network when we talk about legacy, not only for family, personally with our family, friends and network, community and also to complete strangers. So we started to dissect the word charisma. So let's start there. You ready? Yes. Ready. Charisma, the meaning. So the meaning of charisma, if you actually look it up, it says is compelling attractiveness or charm that can inspire devotion in others. And it's not about Leah, you brought up a very important point here. It's not about being an extrovert. So, Leah, if you want to comment on that?
0: Oh, yeah. I think that I think it's confused. Charisma is confused with extroversion all the time, and they're not the same thing. You can be very charismatic without being with being introverted, also. Actually, introversion and extroversion are just where you draw your energy from. So if you're introverted, you draw your energy energy from solitude when you're extroverted you draw your energy from the people that are external to you so that's really what those all those mean people kind of get it confused with somebody that's like woo. that's extroversion (laughs) it's not really so so that can be charismatic but it isn't necessarily also so let's get into what with the expert has to say about what is this whole um what is it to be charismatic and what is this charismatic movement that you uh two three gentlemen have kicked off
2: um let me start for so for example let's see us three right now i'm the most um uh not talkative so far, right? <clears throat> but doesn't mean I don't um, um, exude an energy that people can feel. So, which means in society, we're very caught up in what we can see rather than what the things that we cannot see. So, for me, what I find that uh, being charismatic is the, um, you have to know yourself, you have to own yourself, and you have to be yourself to the best you can be. And from that, exude this energy that people can feel and that to me is more charismatic than only the physical that makes sense yeah
1: totally jackie and again why i wanted you to speak on this is you're so wise to me and there was something that drew me to you and there was something to be said for that i'm going to start by uh the number one thing out of the 10 different things we talk about as you dissect charisma and that's confidence and it's not cocky confidence It's actually more humble confidence. So when I first met Jackie and shook his hand, you can not just hear his voice and see him, you can actually feel it and what he's trying to do and what he's trying to accomplish. And that's what drew me to him. And that's actually the first point of this whole charisma movement. How can we inspire people to be more confident in themselves? Jackie?
2: Yeah, before that confidence comes from... um... Being yourself without any external influence. So I'll give you an example. So you know how when we're back in, imagine we're three of us is back in our junior high days. Some of us, some of us maybe get influenced from from peer pressure. Hey, do you want to smoke? Do you want to do this and do that? To me, when I was a young child, I was not influenced at all from peer pressure because I always think to myself, "Who am I as Jackie? Who do I choose to be?" And from time made a lot of mistakes, and through time that that internal force allowed me to, as you say, be confident. So confidence does not only come from outside. It's internal um, um, knowingness that who you choose to be is the valid way. Not not being ignorant, but being a very open-minded way. So... When I, when I uh, interacted with you, Greg, in the beginning, I, I saw you as, oh, okay, this handsome gentleman. He's very good at what he does. The way he carries himself through his body language, through his voice is very uh, rooted and humble. I knew that from the, our interaction. So when I in, uh, so went, to, went to your office, I'm very privileged for me to allow, share my knowledge with you so you and your team can elevate. That, that's why there's a Jackie in, in the world, for me to share the experience. And through that, you, you felt it. You knew it beyond my what I dress. So it's, it's an internal knowingness that allows me for you to, to feel and know. And that's, to me, is confidence or charisma.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you, Jackie, for sharing that. And uh, Leah, you know, I just want to hear your comments. Why, why is that important from your perspective?
0: Oh, I, well, I think for I, because we're talking about men today, we're going to stay talking about men today. <laughs> and not talk about the ladies ladies we're going to talk about ourselves next week or another episode but um i think from a <clears throat> from a female looking in at males and i'm a, the mother of uh, by birth one son and then i raised you know another um, so I had, I had boys and uh, I've been around a lot of young men and worked with a lot of men as an executive coach and consultant um, over the span of about 30 years. And one of the things I can absolutely say is that the very best leaders I ever worked with had exactly that quality. They were confident and it was an internal knowing of their um, ability in life to navigate life. And even when they made mistakes, um, they weren't. Um, they didn't run themselves over, like they didn't talk poorly about themselves. It was like, oh, there was a lesson. And then they just went on to whatever was the course correction right away. So um, that was what I would, would say that I notice about people who um, are confident in how that works for them. They attract more in their life. They attract more opportunities. They attract more uh, opportunities, both with men and with women. They attract more job opportunities. Uh, and so life kind of opens up to people who are confident. And when people's confidence is shaken, um, which can happen through a lot of things, illnesses is, is one that happens that takes people down a notch or two, um, or having problems in relationships, those kinds of things, unexpected things out of the blue, um, then it's the rest of the components of the charisma thing that I think that help to shore up that confidence. Greg?
1: Thank you for sharing that perspective, Leah. And what's so cool, um, I was chairing a call just before this with my new mentorship club here uh, at PPI and I had a guest speaker who's one of our top five female advisors that we have at PPI. uh, Currently has the number three size uh, asset center management book and her name's Tracy Duff and she's actually tuning in live. She's subscribed to your channel and I've got actually a couple hundred different advisors excited about these messages that we're bringing to the world. It's it's these secret strategies, but really it's not a secret. <laughs> it's been out there the whole time. It's who can you connect with and really hear the good message that they're trying to do. And she actually, without knowing what we were talking about today, said to my group of newbies in the room that are literally in their first year of business, she says, charisma is what I work on every single day to be successful for not only myself, my family, my marriage, but also for my whole entire business and all of her client relationships. And I thought, wow, the synchronicity in what she said, words of wisdom, being one of the best of the best advisors I'm connected with, what she does really, really well is she's just got this level of maturity. And we've mentioned this, that sometimes getting your nose bloodied in life or in business can be a very, very valuable asset if you look at it from what you've learned. And Jackie, the number two thing we try to help people with is uh, some of that maturity, but also. Humility—that's
2: one, uh, two, and three. So, Jackie, your comments on that? Yeah, the being, the, the charisma, humble. Like, but let's the, let's dissect. Where does humble come from? Humble, in my opinion, is not only a choice. It, it is a choice, but it's not only a choice. Before humbleness, you have to. Re- for me, I, I recognize what the the. the I'm more, I would say I'm more spiritual. I know what God has given me from day one. If you don't know that part, then you're not able to be humble because we're caught up in our, our ignorance or, or, or pride and ego. So for me, I, I made a lot of mistakes in my life. same in my in my suit business, I made a lot of mistakes. I, I've been trained from an accountant that taught, taught me the business. So if I was not humble enough, how would I be able to apply that knowledge? I can think to myself, I'm the best dressed guy in the room. But if I'm not able to learn from an accountant, how can I get better? So humbleness comes from a choice, but more importantly, it comes from my willingness, our willingness to evolve. And why are we willing to evolve is that's the that's slice process, the that's, slice that's meaning that gives it a more uh, a sense of beingness. Um, so humble, in my opinion, humble charisma, it comes from confidence, but before that comes from experience, but before that comes from knowing and choosing to be rooted and grounded in one's core. And as a result, everything flows into place. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And I think you pick up making a good point and something that we talked about prior to jumping on this call, which is the context of God in people's lives. And you mentioned that you, you know, you know that you're God given who you are uh, and that make a list as long as your arm, uh, you know, 50 things to be a certain particular way, but if you don't know who or what is, kind of your divine intelligence, you don't have that knowing. So you're often blown off course all over the place. Uh, And the other interesting thing right now, I think that you point out beautifully is the idea of collaboration, and that that humble collaboration with other people. So you're taking people's insights and wisdoms, and you're applying them in your life for your success and their success as well. And what's happening right now, that's cool, that's not happened at any other time, but it'll last about 800 years, for sure, the last 30 is that there's not been the energy of that. Um, So God gives us astronomy and astronomy gives us the planets and the planets are sometimes not in our favor. So there's been a lot of things that have been hard going for the last several years. And now a lot of people are starting to feel the relief of that. There's a release from that pressure. And so the call to everybody, to humankind right now, is working in collaboration and harmony with one another. So people who have this charisma um, idea as an underpinning really can um, go, well, I can hang my I can hang my hat on that because it's a bit of a checklist, at least I can check in with. Um, and so, Greg, what for people and also get a, get out a paper and pen because the list is fairly long we've got 10 things 10 points to get through so what's the next what's the next point on the charisma list
1: it's substance and i'm trying to teach my financial advisors this every day week in week out month in month out and and probably one of the most challenging times in our business was 2020 is substance people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care mm-hmm. want that Perfect. to just sink in and resonate and Jackie, you're
2: an expert on this one. So take that one away. The, for, for me, like I shared with you, both of you, from since, since childhood and up to adulthood, is <clears throat> I recognize that God has given me certain skills and talents. Mm-hmm. And he didn't give me every skills and talents. He gave me certain skills and talents. And I recognize that from day one. However, at the same time, what makes it challenging is because society has programmed us to follow to follow what's the, what's the norm or what's, what's used to fit in. For me, I didn't buy that idea because instinctively I, I just know that I was different from day one. And from that, making a lot of mistakes and I recognize, you know what? That makes total sense to be myself. If I can be myself and help other people be themselves, the world will have many, very few problems. Why we have problems today is because we're not ourselves. So we're always, trying to be other people. And at the end of the day, always scratching your head. Who, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? What's my style? What's my style? Of course you're lost. If you're, if you're lost, how can you help other people? It's kind of like you're going in the, in the forest and you're lost. Can you help other people to get out of the forest? That is silliness. Yeah. So the, the goal is to be yourself and stick to it and recognize it and apply it. And through time, it'll come from that humble natural beingness that as a result for me, when I let's say I help Greg or help anyone, my, my psyche process is first of all, I don't talk about the product and services. <clears throat> Why? Because that's not important. If you don't know, if you and I don't have a connection, how can we talk product and services? That's not practical <clears throat> versus my psyche is thinking, how may I be of service because God has given me this. It totally mm-hmm. makes sense. How may I be a service? So uh, as a result, I'll ask you qu- questions, Greg. So tell me, what is your vision? What are you trying to achieve in your in your business who are you interacting with is that important to you what's the impression for you and when you tell me these kind of things then as a result i will have the solution which is my product and services to get you there that's what applies for every business in, in on the planet
1: so love that jackie <laughs> and great perspective because what you did is you just made the context for the next one which is communication god gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason is you didn't pull out your measuring tape and get right to business. You actually asked me, Greg, what are you trying to accomplish? Share with me your vision. You asked me deep questions, which just blew me away again, because we interact with different people every day in our lives, whether it's to do business with or whether it's in our relationships. And Jackie, that's one thing that you just excelled and why I was even more drawn to you and what you were trying to do, Is you didn't sell me anything right at the gate. We spent probably a good 90 minutes, get to know one another. And you asked me some really good questions and, and again, that communication style and just working on communication, uh, that is one of the, the key components of this whole charisma movement, how can you be a better communicator so Leah you've got tons and tons of experience and wisdom on this topic, uh, you take it away.
0: Well, I, yeah, I think that uh, it's, it's to your point that there's talking and there's listening. And so those are two parts of your list. So in terms of the communication being an overall um, goal, you have to be able to catch and you have to be able to receive what the messages are. So there's lots of things that get in the way of that. And in this episode, we're talking about men. And so it's like, where the men are, where are the men? And part of the problem is that the men don't know what they're supposed to be even thrown out there, I think a lot of the time. So in the query and asking good questions, Um, that kind of bypasses, you know, some of the problems in terms of communicating between men and women, but even between men and men, you know, it probably helps a a whole big bunch. And listening, of course, um, and asking good questions, but attending is another big one. So I see a lot of people will have their devices out and they're not listening to anything that anyone has to say because they're so busy on their phone. It's like, this is the thing that's going to kill us is this is like, okay, I'm going to order pizza. And what did you what did you say? Uh, yeah. So you, you know, you got the got on the hot date with whoever it is, or you're having your really most important business meeting, or your kids graduating from high school, and <laughs> you're on the phone. At yeah, Christmas that just passed, you know, people are on the phone. So So one of the things I encourage people to do first thing is start making some agreements about your devices and how you manage your devices. And they are um, where we hold love in our body is in our hands. So everything that we touch has love in it. Yeah. So it's like when we clap, even applause, that's showing that we love something, right? When we put food in our mouth and we use our hands, that actually creates this, um, this thing where we love food. So it can create some problems. So I, people smoke, those kinds of addiction things are hard. But hands, this is where all of our sensory stuff is at. So they've got us with these devices because we're always touching them. We're feeling them. We're like, where's my phone? It's like you yeah. could lose your two year old and you <laughs> you know, but the phone is what you're going to be freaked out about. Oh my God, my phone. So it's the <laughs> it's well look, Greg's got two. I got you got two. I'm the guy with two
2: phones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's got his backup phone. So um, that's because he's gonna say because he needs to listen with both ears. See, so that's right. He's got a reason for doing that. So got your back there. Okay. But but to your point, it's it's the communication thing is important listening, hearing, but attending so making eye contact being there in person, if you can, which has also been hijacked from us. Um, For those people who are playing along with the shenanigans and all that good stuff, people are not getting together. They're not getting together in person. They're not talking about important things um, because they're just not spending time together um, over meals or uh, just in regular family gatherings or even regular business gatherings when we're doing all this Zoom stuff. I was just at my uncle's funeral. Goodbye, Uncle Tom love you, man, Uh, before I came on here. And so he's 92 years old, you know, normally what we would be doing is I wouldn't have been doing this podcast today, I would have been going, hey, Greg, you're going to have to have have this handled, I would have been down in my little hometown, Viking, um, going to his funeral, and then hugging my cousins who are who have lost their father. And it was timely, it was fine. Um, But just everyone's got sorrow and grief. And there's none of that happening. um, For the past like we're getting onto a full year now. So this the normal um, sort of hijacking of relationships uh, has to be counterbalanced by our very conscious effort to um, adhere to or start to develop ways of communicating that are authentic online that hold people in positive regard and show care and compassion um, for each other. So, that, so that's, I, I know, like a lot, but there's a lot of differences between 2019 and 2020. You know, when people were still getting together, 2020 is not the same. It's not the same. It's apples and oranges, really. So it's another complexity. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on that, guys. Well, you said
1: the next word on the list, the word out of your mouth was compassion. That's another yes. one of the 10 things of this the whole traits or the characteristics that can really build charisma in yourself and what you really need to work towards. Compassion is so, so important. So I'm just going to read this little excerpt is that successful charismatic leaders are also compassionate. Mm -hmm. Charisma alone may not be enough because there's a very real possibility that it can be, can actually disintegrate into mere hero worship, compassion, integrity, honesty, and fortitude are also qualities that successful charismatic leaders exhibit. And question back over to Leah, over to you, and then you can toss the ball back down to Jackie. Is would you agree that we need more men as good charismatic leaders, Leah?
0: Oh, absolutely, 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 one hundred percent for sure. Because then you've got a standard that you are holding yourself to. Uh, well, and char- uh, charisma is about also consistency. I think of, you know, showing up that whole substance thing. And I'll show a meme in a little bit of what some of the funny things that are going around right now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Anyway, um, but uh, but this like compassion is having compassion for yourself and your family. It's not letting yourself be run over either, which I think is kind of what people are taking um, compassion as, is that you have this open heart, therefore you turn the other cheek and you, you know, you you let things happen to you. But in that, we're, we're letting things happen to ourselves and our families without really, um, really being <clears throat> compassionate to our own health, our family's health, our own, our bank accounts. Um, and, and so what I've seen in this last little while, and I think the call to action for men is like, are there men who are still able to um, protect, provide, profess, which is Steve Harvey's little soliloquy from his act like a woman, think like a man book, which I just went, oh, that's a brilliant book. (laughs) (laughs) So, but protect is one of the things it's like, so all of that and protect falls in line with this, the charisma bit. So, uh, but you've got to have compassion for what's going on for yourself and your family and understand that you may need to protect your family and that is part of being charismatic also. What do you think about that, Jackie? Is that a little wild? The,
2: no, no, no. I think uh, compa- when one person is more compassionate, it comes from oneself first. When mm-hmm. you take care of yourself, when you love yourself so a, a lot or so much, as a result, you're able to be more compassionate with others. Because if, if you're not compassionate to yourself, mm-hmm. what makes one thing we can be more compassionate with others? We don't know how to. So it's kind of like, a, like in dressing, right? If you don't know how to dress for yourself, how do you teach other, other people to dress? So it comes from within first, but a lot of times we're taught at a very young age to care for other people first. And as, as a result, we don't know how to do that as, as a result. And that's the, one of the, the, the flaws in, in the way we, we were ingrained to know. So come from ourselves first, to be compassionate, care for ourselves, take care of ourselves, love ourselves, It sounds very easy but to do it it's more trickier Mm -hmm. um it's the subtlety yeah
1: yeah well jackie that was a great segue to the next one and taking action is probably the the biggest thing um so you bring up the next point which is actually self-monitoring and i just want to read the excerpt on this particular uh component of charisma self-monitoring one of the attributes of charismatic leaders is that they often tend to watch themselves they are aware of their powerful personality and the fact that their followers are watching them constantly. So that could be my little birds, for example, or family they're watching and we're setting an example and we want to make sure that we're setting a good example um, for them. But even our coworkers, our clients, you want to make sure that, you know, they're watching you constantly as well. So that self-monitoring, Jackie, to your point, is it, it's so, so important. And the, for this reason, they consider it important to portray a good image of themselves to their their followers and their, their clients, their, their families, right? So this can be only achieved through that self-monitoring. And one thing, Jackie, that I really, really appreciate you, my friend is that you've, you've helped me in a way that I can't even begin to describe because I, there's so many words I could use to describe it. One that I'm going to throw back at you is, is amplify. Can I get your, your thoughts on that? The word amplify. The, well,
2: what, Greg, what i want to know is what did i do to amplify for you to think of that word can you share with me before i answer that
1: great question is you you helped me in your questioning and getting to know me of really looking inside my heart you know yes yes who is greg bird who does greg bird want to start today and, and reverberate in the future and to be and you helped me answer those very questions and i quite honestly answered you know I want to be a better man. I want to be a better dad to my my kids. I want to be a better coworker. I want to be a better advisor to my clients. Uh, yeah. I want to be a better friend of my network, a better cousin, nephew, you name it, to all those birds and Slavics out there. There's a many of them, right, Leah? There, <laughs> yes.
0: There's more than five, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> there's a few. There's a few. So guys, few. I love you all. But yes. Jack, you made me answer that question first and that's where it starts. So back to you.
2: So the thing is, the answers for ourselves is already within ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's not external it's internal. but the question is who is willing and care enough to get to know one person for us to share our uh, vision our dreams and goals with other people and that's a challenge, not because we don't know how to is do we want to first for me, why I created my business because I want to I've been blessed with my skills and talents, and I've been went through all the ups and downs for me to to learn all these, uh, these traits, these, these, these um, ta- uh, skills and talents. And as a result, I know my, my goal is to allow other men and eventually other ladies to share who they choose to be in their lifetime, in their business, in their family, for them to live a successful life. So for me, I just my, what I do is just ask you a f- few simple questions. Listen really compassionately, really empathetically. And allow you to share and then from you sharing you already solve your own thing already not me telling you what it is Mm -hmm. and that's the magic it's already laid within us not not from outside
1: you said the word magic so there's a few things that pop up when you actually type in charisma it says is charisma magical leah what's your comments on that
0: (laughs) well it can be magical can also get you in a lot of trouble so you (laughs) You've got to mind. You've got to mind your, you know, like that internal wisdom of of knowing when to, um, to amplify things and when to not amplify things. You know, so there's an internal wisdom that happens of being grounded and rooted uh, in the world and not performing for other people, but understanding that other people are taking, they are watching, and they are being influenced. Um, so then you need to decide, I guess, how you want to be, what kind of influence you want to be. And just to swing back a little bit about, um, uh, you know, being told to, uh, do everything, be everything. That's very agrarian. Um, so you've got to be able to take care of all the animals. you got to be able to take care of the garden and the grass and the crops and the family and bring meals to the field and drive every piece of equipment and be, 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 And so when you write, And it has to for the survival of whatever it is you're doing. So, uh, but, but there has been a shift, I think that's been really good Um, for a lot of people where they've gone to being able to play with their strengths. And I think that's come out in the last 15, 20 years of management schools. Wayne Gretzky talked about that, playing to the, you know, play to your greatest, uh, not your weakness. And and that was part of why they did so well in in their hockey was that he just did his thing and the team did their thing. So they didn't all try to be Wayne and he didn't try to be everybody else. So um, that's the same for us. I think finding our wheelhouse, but that, that can change over a span of time too. So, depending on the age and stage of life that you're at, um, if you've got children or you don't have children, or you've got grandchildren or you don't have grandchildren, your your age and stage can can change what you value even and how you want to show up differently. So, so I think it's a morphing, it's a metamorphosis of things, and having flexibility around that, and also compassion for yourself that maybe you know you used to like wash and dry dishes, but you don't like to do that anymore. So you can give it up. You could have been the best dishwasher in the world. And maybe you don't want to do that anymore, right? (laughs) But but, mom, you're the best. You're the best at doing that. Like, yeah, that's good. And I'm done. Thanks.
1: Oh my God. You just reminded me of something so funny. So (laughs) I used to work with my dad and the crew and we're out there in the 30 degree summer, middle of July, and we're doing basements. And there was one job that everybody always hated. And here's me, the new guy, tarring the basement. And they're like, Greg, you're doing such a good job.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) such a sucker just kidding
1: but I tarred that basement every single time and I did a good job but again Mm -hmm. what I learned from all that I look back and it taught me the value of a dollar and Mm -hmm. that hard work and I remember the first job I ever did with dad was I made 10 bucks and the best part of that day wasn't even the 10 bucks it was that that he bought me an ice cream cone on the way home from work I (laughs) I love that I'll remember that more than the 10 dollar bill
0: right the bonding the bonding so so what about uh what's the next point in the list of charisma gentlemen well,
1: i will start by saying the next one is self-improvement and that is one big one that we don't know everything nor is it it's it's impossible to know absolutely everything so one thing i teach uh even my newer advisors is guys just always put a core value of lifelong learning in place and mm-hmm. that's what this mentorship club i started uh, doing, and we just got off that call as I jumped onto this one, is always be learning that self improvement of learning knowledge base, gaining wisdom, experience, but don't be afraid to share that with the world. And just, that's always a self improvement thing. And just getting that bravery to to do that, I think is important. Jackie, if you want to build on that.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> so I'll give you an example. So, um throughout let's say you're talking fashion style right so when i dated my previous girlfriends my previous girlfriends criticized how i dressed so he, she, one of them says oh jackie you always dress plaid shirts they're very boring and for me my ego kicks in really quick too but at the same time i choose to be open-minded because if i'm blocking her idea which means i'm blocking myself that's i won't do that so I, I, I recognized what she shared with me, and through time I recognized, you know what, I'm, I, I do. I've, I'm, I usually dress the same, th- same old thing all the time. So I chose to dress differently, and through time, all these ideas from my, my partners allowed me to gain more new insights. And today when people say, Jackie, you dress nice, it's because it's not from me, it's from them giving me these ideas, but my willingness to take their, uh, their po- pointers allowed me to evolve. So being willing to uh, to learn is very critical. Like That's one of the most critical traits that anyone can have that applies to anything in life, willing to learn, yeah. willingness to evolve.
0: Yeah, brilliant. I, the, and so learning and creating, I think, go hand in hand, too. So a lot of people will get into learn, 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 and then they don't create anything. So they just are buried in the books. And they say, I'm learning lots. I go, you you're what?
2: Yeah, you <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not. You're not actually expressing it in the world. And so when you've got, a, you know, the whole book uh, shelf of self-help books or how to knit and how to garden and how to stained glass, this and that, and you haven't done a single thing, but I've read them all. But that, and so I think that's a differentiation that people can, can go, oh, you know what? I've been stuck in learning. I've been stuck in learning fo- mode for 30 years because my where walls are bare i'm wearing the same thing i wore 30 years ago when i rolled out of bed and i haven't created anything new in anywhere not my kitchen not my bedroom not my wardrobe my, like nowhere in my life am i creating and we're born to create so yes. we don't create we're stagnant and so just i would invite that as a little add-on to the continuous learning uh yes because learning is only ever expressed a uh, when learning is only becomes a wisdom when you can do it. Yes. That, that's wisdom, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. But there, there's, there's something behind it that blocks are doing. And that's a, that's another discussion. Um, I'll give you an example too, like for my own experience. Um, I wanted to ride I'm not sure if I told Greg before I wanted to ride a bike since last year for ni- since 2001 for 19 years, I wanted to ride a bike. But I, I thought in my mind, oh, one day I'll do it, one day I'll do it, And so, which means I procrastinated for 19 years. Because one of the things I was afraid of was I was, I didn't, I, I was afraid of that I didn't know what bike to buy, what, what, uh, what need do I have. So I started, I just, I chose not to start. So because I was being the perf- perfectionist, perfectionist mentality, I want to be perfect before I do something, which is illogical, right? But I've done that for 19 years until this year, uh, COVID-19 hit. I'm like, nothing to do here. You know what? I wanted to do some more fun things. So I I bought a a mountain bike to start. And through time, within a few months, I realized, you know what? From the mountain bike to time, I I got myself another road bike. So now I'm backtracking. Why did I procrastinate for 19 years? Silliness. I should buy any other bike 19 years ago, make a lot of mistakes. Within a few months, you'll get better. But but I was afraid. I was afraid of making that mistake, afraid of the unknown, afraid of what I didn't like. That uh, that trapped me for that that amount of time. It's just to be free. To be free from our mind is one of the the critical parts in in our life. That's why they call it overthinking. They don't say it overfeeling. It's overthinking, right?
0: So I'm going to go right out of the weeds and ask this question. What... (laughs) Because it's a show about men. What are men afraid of? What are men most afraid of?
1: Mm. you want my honest opinion? Greg, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what, are, what are we afraid sure. of? Oh my God, Leah, we can get on the weeds on this one, Jackie. We've had some good ones. How about internet dating? No. <laughs> oh my God, what a crap sheet that is! But uh, let's 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 keep focused here. Right. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Steer away from that one, but uh, what are men afraid do, of? If we're
0: talking about financial well-being, yeah. If we're talking about financial well-being and the like, what's men's biggest fear? Uh, maybe we can say, you know, segue into it that way, or you know, kind of, yeah.
1: Perfect segue. So the biggest fear for any man is looking terrible. Honestly, mm-hmm. like we always want to put an image. But mm-hmm. Jackie taught me one thing, and he's a master at this. So pay attention to what his reply would be or comments on this. So if I were to read this paragraph on positive body language is one of the 10 characteristics of charisma is one of the first things that you'd notice about a charismatic leader or a man is their warm, open and positive body language. Mm -hmm. They make eye contact. We talked about that Leah uh, with where they were, who they're talking to. They're smiling. They're introducing themselves to strangers with the genuine joy of making a new contact. Okay. They have an endearing swagger, and they are authentic. Now, Jackie, where does that authenticity begin?
2: That authenticity comes from the core from day one. From the moment that, I don't know, it can be four years old, five years, whichever at some point comes from day one. Through time, knowing oneself and being oneself and doing what oneself is uh, destined to do, that allows a natural, this cannot be seen. This is very energy force, right? an energy force that within oneself, you naturally ooze that, 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 that heart and that, the, that character that other people not only feel, they know as a result, it comes from, from within. So when I, for example, me, I get from, if you ever guys ever see my wardrobe collection, you'd be really uh, uh, excited about it too, because I get excited about my wardrobe so much behind the scenes, behind the scenes, that when I meet other people, I get oozing off my energy. Hey, Leah, this is how you can do things. Hey, Greg, when you do this and you get this, because I'm doing it myself. Versus if I don't do it, I can sit, have the best communication, best body language. There'll still be a disconnect because it's not aligned. That alignment is what allows us to, to flow in and accept from each other. That's, that's come from the authenticity. <clears throat> So alignment from oneself, knowing oneself, doing oneself, as a result, authenticity is very natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, It's uh, more of the unseen. Because a lot of stuff we, in society, we talk about this, the stuff that we can see. But what about the stuff that we cannot see? We don't really tap into that.
1: Love that, Leah. You're wise on this one. And we talked about this because everybody has five physical senses, right? And then we hear this mythical sixth sense, but is there more? And how can we really be cognizant of that? This energy that Jackie talks about, actually kind of funny that I bring up Darth Vader in the Force <laughs> of Star Wars, but it's a real thing. Like, like people can feel energy. And if, if you're, it starts in here and you, you're just having one of those blah days, I'll just ask you a question, Leah, like, if I were dressed like an absolute slob right now, would you trust me with your money?
0: No, and I'd wonder if you were okay, because I know you. So I'd be like, hey, are you okay? (laughs) Because that would just be weird, very strange, right? But that would be a sign that something is off. But no, uh, uh, although in the past I might have done that. um, If I was buying you a coffee, say, if you were by a dumpster, then I could (laughs) be. I bring you a coffee and we could have a chat to make sure you're all right. (laughs) had a nice hot meal all joking aside I've done that for sure but I wouldn't trust you with my um yeah no probably not although also sharp-dressed people have sometimes taken money
1: you know what you pick up a good point there's the whole underpinning that Jackie thank you for bringing it up is the underlying doing good is that people can take these same things and use charisma for the dark side and flip and take advantage of people. So Jackie, do you want to maybe comment on that?
2: The, that's kind of like this example. It's kind of like a car, uh, a Hyundai can can make it look like a Bentley, but it would never be a Bentley. So, it, so our character does not only come from appearance. That's part of it. That's not the majority of it, even though society, like pre-dress or labels as okay, best, better dress is more trustworthy. No, it's not. It comes from like, like I said, the internal first, Mm -hmm. and then knowing oneself and being oneself and doing oneself and through time dressing in a way that aligns the internal, that's what we're talking about. So when Leah, when you say, okay, people dress, yes, of course, people that dress very well, they talk very smooth. That's a red flag. Why would they talk that smooth? Versus wanting this be themselves and then you trust them as a result makes more sense, Mm -hmm. right? When something is so great, there's something behind it. Only through time with our um, tapping into our instincts, we can know if other people are trustworthy or not, authentic or not, beyond dressing.
0: Yeah. And that's a good point, because we we were talking about this earlier today before we jumped on the call about there's a reason why employers have a three month window of um, bringing employees into their space so that they can invite them to leave if they're not a good fit without there being any consequence. But in our life, we rush into these things and get into all kinds of hot water because whatever our own lack of and pot kettle, you know, like we've all done it and gone afterwards, oh, why didn't I, like, why didn't I wait? So there's this larger wisdom, I think, the old wisdom coming back, where it is, like, know somebody for uh, all the seasons, which would be a full year, you know, like, so all the seasons of, and then get to know them for all the seasons of life before you, you know, die right in. And I thought that's a wild concept, but I met a I met a really good man probably 10 years ago, and his like first meeting with me, he said, I wouldn't let any woman touch me for at least two years. And I was just like, what? Cause it was so, it was so wow. odd because usually men are, that was not my experience of men. And I just went, well, that was refreshing. Holy moly. You wouldn't let me, you wouldn't let anyone touch you for two years. Wow. That is incredible. But he said, yeah, you don't know. You don't know you don't know people, you don't know people. <laughs> like I guess you don't. That's true. But yeah. uh, we make the assumption because we live in the same culture, uh, or that we, you know, we've grown up kind of in the same general area that we would have the same set of values, but you get wiser to that, you know, you need sort of this, the the values match has to be part of y- your um, the big under, underscore of your life. So proximity, chem- chemistry, share of values and commitment in relationships. And if you don't have shared values, you can't even really know that right out of the shoot. But we assume because people look a certain way or talk a certain way, oh yeah, they probably think the same way as me, but we've got no guarantee until back to your guys's first point, which is asking really great questions on communication and not being um, swayed by the package that the thing comes in you know, whether it's a guy or a woman, either way, it's like, I just think I need to some time to get to know that entity, that being a little bit to see what's all behind the...
2: Well, first of all, we have to understand what is the, each, each gender's um, ob- objective? Who are they as a character? Even I, and I teach uh, uh, certain, my lady friends, men only want certain things in the beginning, especially. And some, some ladies, for surprisingly, don't know that. And so when they make a mistake, they blame the men. I, I disagree. If you don't know, if you don't understand the other party, you should blame yourself. Right. But nowadays, we have both genders have double standards. Right. And when we have that, we, we actually blind ourselves from the actual truth rather than learn from our mistakes, owning it and moving forward.
0: So enlighten us. I want to know. What, what do you mean? What are the things? What are the things that women should know?
2: Can I just say that very bluntly? Yes. Yeah, okay. So men even men may not admit this to themselves because it's very it takes a certain person to be that transparent. So when nowadays, why are there's many single ladies out there and many single men out there? So men are taught to understand ladies. Oh, they have to be loved, taken care of, and confidence, this and sense of humor, all the fun stuff. But if you ask the other side, hey, ladies, what do men want? Now they're clueless. They don't know actually what men want. Men want three things. <clears throat> First of all, it's a challenge. They want to be challenged in the beginning, especially. And to time, they still want to be challenged. Second thing is they want sex. That's, that's innate. And, yeah. But ladies label that as bad. Oh, they want sex. Well, that's kind of saying a lady that wants to be romantic is bad, too. That's silliness. The third thing is they want to be appreciated, which ladies don't know how to appreciate them. They think by them reciprocating the men's action to them, they'll feel loved. And that's not true for men. It sounds very easy for these three, but to apply it for the ladies is very challenging. Leah, what do you think?
0: Yeah, so what do you think is the biggest challenge? No, I agree. I think that it's like, what's the biggest challenge?
2: The challenge is ladies nowadays, they have given up on men's... um, Uh, well-being. They don't trust that men will give them what they want. As a result, they give half of the men to to the men. They give half themselves or even less than half themselves to the men. And as a result, the men are more weary now. Oh, if you give me half, I'm going to play around. I'm going to be more casual. So as a result, both our genders are playing the game, not being sincere. That's why there's a disconnect nowadays. That's why there's many uh, people uh, single online because we're trying to put our guard defense mechanism mechanism and but we want to attract our ideal partner that's not practical when both of us is uh uh, pretending giving half ourselves we can't commit
0: right well and that's for the ones who are single and then there's all the ones who are um in relationship with people where they got into the relationship in that half sort of half-baked state and made commitments and then now they're all trying to
2: yeah, they're, they're very mushed up already. So let's say the people that are, that, that are in relationships. If you actually look at the relationship, the ladies, through time, they're more into the relationship than men because they're more emotional. Men, are, like I said, needs to be challenged. So when, they, when the ladies take care, of them, take care of them, give them everything, now they're not challenged. So which means ladies did not give men number one. And now if you get, give men number two sex that quickly, that's even worse. So no challenge giving sex, which means you don't have the steps proper. And later on, you don't appreciate them by, by acknowledging, hey, uh, honey, you're so amazing when you clean the dishes for me or you the, take out the garbage for me. They don't do that. They, now they're resentful because th- the men did not give the woman what they need. Now the women are now very resentful. Now they can't appreciate the men number three. So which means the steps, it's not um, applied properly. And as a result, the foundation is, is shaken, like the house the foundation is shaken. So it cannot be sustained. And as a result, through time causes more problems. Financial kicks in, debt kicks in, kids kicks in, stress kicks in. Now the shanda- foundation is shattered. Yeah, yeah that make sense? So yes, it does.
1: And Very, very good perspective there, Jackie. And, you know, uh, we're coming up on the hour, but I there's one example. You have a good friend, and you you don't have to say her name, but I just want you to share with the with the audience what was her aha moment. You know who I'm talking about, right? Uh, the one from Calgary.
2: Oh yes, yes, uh, yes. My lady friend from Calgary. She's single and pretty much most. She's pretty much given up on men because of their actions towards her. But one thing she doesn't really, or not one thing, the few things that she doesn't really see is, like I told her, okay, men want three things. They want more things, but three things is fundamental, right? Okay. Do they have a challenge? Uh, not really. So I, I say to her, show me your text. Show me your text online. And I, and look, and I look at the text. And I'm like, okay, that's no challenge for the men. So it's not good. So when you small chat with the men, I'm going to tell you very up, straight up, the small chat with men leads to sex. It sounds very aw- awkward at first, but if you actually think about it, men without the challenge would not lead to their heart opening. No challenge leads to sex. So you have to, and I there. okay, challenge, delay the, the intimacy down the road until when? Until his heart opens. He has to do tasks for you and to time, then go sex, then his heart opens. That's how it works. But we and society nowadays are so rushed into the the finish line, and as a result, there's no foundation. So, which means there's nothing to start with.
1: Jackie, some great points. And Leah, we've been banging our head against the wall trying to understand this and uh, all the social experiments we could share with the audience today. <laughs> but we're not going to get into the weeds on that. Um, so, Jackie, just to flip it back to in business and just in you know promoting ourselves for our vocations and a living. This whole charisma movement, which, again, I, I really think of you as is the person that can really fuel and amplify that piece of it, where you kind of leaned on me, let's, let's have the voice, let's have the stage to launch this, which, thank you, Leah, today, yeah. uh, I, you would agree, we need more men in the world, like, be a man, right? So how can we do that? We're trying to give back to the men out there, this charisma movement that you need to understand these points, and if you see it fitting, Leah, before we get to the song of the day, can I recap the top 10 things that you need to work on? So, yes, right from the top. Yeah. Number one, guys, communication. Number yeah. two, maturity. Number three, humility. Number four, compassion. Number five, substance. Number six, confidence. I think I say humble confidence. Number seven, positive body language. Number eight, listening skills. Number nine, self monitoring. And number 10, self-improvement. And Leah, what you identified is the whole underpinning, which is?
0: Creation, creation. So uh, also, um, before we before we wrap this show, um, for people who are listening, for guys who are listening, for men who are listening, there's lots of families who have not had dads in the family. So this has created a whole other problem in society where young men don't have good mentors that are good male mentors. And so as soon as these guys approached me about, Talking about this topic, I went, we've got to talk about this topic. This is just critical. It's so critical. Um, Young people are taking their lives at a higher rate than ever before. Suicide is the number two reason for death in the young people. And I don't know what the Canadian stat is. Um, Men's suicide rates are up by about 30%. So it is a very critical time that people understand that we're joking around and laughing and having a good time with the purpose and the full intent of uh, putting out there that people are available for people to talk to about these things so it's not just that you can learn how to be uh listen to your own internal voice of wisdom and then sit there in your dark hole and hope that you come up with a with a solution if you're struggling with things then reach out for help um because whether it's talking about how you look and how you're you know carrying yourself through life or if you need to talk about um, finances or building community those things that that's what we're about on this show so uh just want to put a little shout out about that to anybody who might be listening, or if you have a family member who's struggling, you know you can never be a prophet in your own village, guys. You might have been talking to somebody till you're blue in the face, trying to get them help or trying to get them to figure things out or have an uplifted spirit and they just haven't been able to do it. Then, yeah, we we know that. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, it, so send them our way, that's for sure. And we'll do what we can to either um, serve and support ourselves or connect them with somebody who can help them with whatever it is that they're trying to figure out. Um, so- back to you, Greg.
1: <laughs> well, I love what you said. Community is so important. And that is our third pillar of our charisma movement. There's myself, there's Jackie, and there's Romy, who I think Jackie did come up with the idea, but we helped develop it as a team. We needed the three of us, because we each have our different skill sets of how to launch this thing um, to make this movement. And Leah, you said the importance of it, man, could we ever need this in the world where we need more men, as the words you said, that was your quote. Mm-hmm. Um, so community, and you speak about the importance of that and Romy that part of it he's all about building community not only of men but Jackie when you did your last big presentation you actually had a mm-hmm. runway show and there's many many women that were around the table and the biggest thing and the coolest thing is they came up to you and they, up to you and they said Jackie can us women be a part of your movement as well and Jackie oh. just your response on that
2: <laughs> I you know what I didn't I didn't recall it that far but yeah it's It'll be awesome one day for, for myself to inspire ladies too. Because both genders need our help today more than ever before. Society has evolved in technology-wise, but in personal life-wise, not as much. We're still very backward. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's our responsibility to hear each other out and hopefully to can inspire at least one person. To save one life that's worth our purpose in, in our in life.
1: Yes. Yeah. And well said. I'm going to just throw a name out there because I know you know who it was who approached you. And she loved your photo when I did the little teaser. Her name was Jacqueline. So, a little throw to you, Jacqueline. I know you're listening live because you're one of the newest subscribers to Leah's Master Your Life uh, show. So, guys, I think this is fitting. Leah, we've been on this kick to the 1960s, some music from the 60s. And I had to go, and I think um, you agreed, we had to go with something from the Beatles.
0: We did, yes, we did, and we do. So
1: we do, and uh, there's a lot of different songs I could choose, but I thought this one today was very fitting. By the Beatles, "Can't Buy Me Love." Are you ready? All right. If you ever listen to the lyrics of this song, you'll get it because I got goosebumps now. I'm about to sing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're gonna sing it. No, I'm not. this is this is really stepping up his game, Jackie. No, no. <laughs> but
1: you can you can sing it in your minds because you know the tune. right? So. Are you ready? Can't buy me love. Oh, I'll buy you a diamond ring, my friend, if it makes you feel all right. I'll get you everything, my friend, or anything, my friend, if it makes you feel all right. Because I don't care too much for money, for money can't buy me love. I'll give you all I've got to give if you say you'll love me too. I may not have a lot to give, but what I've got, I'll give to you. I don't care too much for money money can't buy me love and i can go on and sing the 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 chorus can't buy me love oh everyone tells me so can't buy me love oh no 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 (laughs) so you don't need no diamond rings and i'll be say you don't need no diamond rings and i'll be satisfied tell me that you want the kind of things that money just can't buy i don't care too much for money money can't buy me love and then of course they go on and on buy me love and they're all about repeating their lyrics everybody tells me so can't buy me love oh no 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 buy me love oh (laughs) so there you go leah
0: Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, and so anyone who wants to reach out to Greg or Jackie, you'll be able to do that through uh, their email addresses, which we'll put in the show notes. Me, you can check out all my shenanigans on my Linktree. So Leah Mattinson at Linktree, just make sure you spell my name right. So Leah, ha, 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 exactly. I uh, invite you all to, Jackie, thank you so much for being thank a you. wonderful guest. Thank Hopefully you. we'll be able to have you on again yes. to, t- to actually do the finishing conversation because I think there is one definitely oh. uh and um uh, just invite everyone to love yourselves love each other mind your mind that's all for us peace thank
1: you leah Everybody. thanks greg Thanks, yeah. thank you greg. thank
0: you for being a part of our program today master your life is a presentation of leah mattinson enterprises inc join us next time on master your life helping you to discover the very best of you